Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We talk today to Mike Hodgson, who is the CEO of Sarabi Gold. They are a London-listed gold producer and developer. They have assets in Brazil. So we talked to Mike about 2019 audited results, some pretty impressive numbers in there. Overall, they're very pleased. They're sort of on time, on budget, and finished the year with a lot of cash in hand and continue to be free cash flowing. Looking to this year, announcement comes out today with regards to their Q1 numbers. Again, slightly affected by uh, a failure of a bull mill and COVID-19, but it seems to be business as usual, says Mike, for now. We talked to Mike about the Equinox Greenstone uh, position around Coringa, and he gives us an explanation around that. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Mike. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, hold, hold up at home, I guess like you. Have you have you been uh, whiling yeah. away your hours? Well, um, a lot of a lot of Skype and a lot of WhatsApping um, and uh, a lot of uh, yeah man- management through uh, through the Wi-Fi to Brazil, yes, and uh, as well to, to, between uh, the corporate guys here in the UK. But uh, um, yeah, it's um, good Wi-Fi. That's what you need. <laughs> it, it is. It is. I think it's going to change the way we work and certainly uh, change the way we interact with uh, our, our people for sure. Um, look, Mike, a couple of things um, happened last week. Uh, audited end of year came out, and I think today uh, operational announcement as well. Um, can we start off with last year's audited results? I mean, it's quite a few nice numbers in there. You must be pleased. Very much so. I mean, we probably the biggest number, the most important number is cash, and we ended the year with over fourteen million dollars in the bank, which was great. Uh, it really probably meant that we were generating about one and a half million dollars uh, a quarter, more or less. We started the year with about eight million dollars. We built our cash up to eight. You know, the plan behind that was to try to accumulate as much cash as possible to actually put towards the uh, the effort to start Coringa. Uh, that was the plan. Um, still is the plan, but of course, I mean, I think that the world's changed ever, such, ever so slightly since then. But uh, great to have the cash in the bank. All in staining costs came in uh, about 1080 which is a little a bit of an improvement on uh, 2018. Uh, that was a function of just optimization, more ounces. Instead of doing 37,000 ounces, we did over 40,000 ounces. More, more, um, more ounces over the same cost base. Our costs are very stable in REI terms. Uh, and that's important because uh, obviously we're enjoying, did enjoy for much of 2019. And certainly today, we're enjoying great economic tailwinds, as I call them on the gold price and particularly the gold price in Brazilian reais because of that exchange rate. So that's been terrific and that's really helping our oil sustaining cost and our continued cash generation as we go into uh, Q2 2020. Brilliant. Um, I mean, I think the thing that people want to know uh, most about is um, Coringa. Um, so last year generating positive cash flow, which is great, and your end of the year with a lot of cash in the bank, but you're going through a process, and I appreciate things. Every everyone's had things held up with regards to what what they're doing because of the COVID nineteen. But is that still progressing? It is. I mean, people would have seen the press release uh, late last week uh, of the rescheduling of the of the final payment to uh, Equinox through the Greenstone loan. Uh, I think. I mean, Gr- Greenstone have been super supportive, uh, and Fratelli, um, not Fratelli, sorry, um, uh, Equinox have been super super understanding. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I think it's fair to say that when Corona really started biting at the beginning of March, 
uh, Greenstone wanted to wanted a pause, and I, I, we put out a press release. We were somewhat pressured into having to do it, but I think the press release was received. Um, perhaps the wording was a little bit harsh, and people possibly misinterpreted it, thinking I think there's a general feeling that people felt that Greenstone were getting cold feet. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm I'm in constant touch with them all the time. All they wanted to do was a pause. And they just want to say, look, you know, we don't know how this is going to pan out. We know that the company might need, if, for example, our business gets completely interrupted, we need, we might need that money. And I don't think Greenstone have got endless amounts of money just to keep supporting all of their investments. So they just wanted to see that we were safe and secure and you know, the production was still going okay before we went forward. Now, we've come to a very, I think, eloquent solution with Equinox where we're going to start the payments. So we're going to have early drawdowns on Greenstone's loan, uh, but we do keep a bulk of it there just in case whatever, something might happen. But at the end of the day, um, it's it will be, um, you know, we're gonna pay half a million payments, uh, April, May, June, and then it'll go to 1 million payments, uh, or uh, soon, and as soon as international travel and the whole bends are lifted, whatever, we make the bullet payment to um, to Equinox and uh, we get Coringa. So in a, in a way, it's a very nice solution for us Probably not quite so good for Equinox. They're not getting it all in one chunk, but they're getting something. They're getting it at least, uh, and we're paying it down in a in a in a very manageable way. So um, delighted about that, and we'll continue to do that during Q2. And the great thing about it too is it gives us a little bit more breathing space to pay off Sprott one million one point two million dollars a month, April May June. So we'll be debt free by the end of June as well, and cash in the bank still. Fantastic. So that that little triumvirate of, of, of related parties they're all happy with this eloquent solution elegant sorry elegant solution elegant, that yeah, yeah. With. yes yes they are i mean obviously uh clive my my my, my colleague uh he's had to you know he's had to go around a lot they were the lawyers sometimes took a little bit of time to get their heads around it all but uh, no it's all been very much agreed and uh sprott are happy um greenstone are happy and equinox are happy that, that's good news. I mean, it's especially difficult in the, you know, in the current climate, etc. So th- that's nice to see. So we can expect you to be progressing with Coringa and developing Coringa to as, as part of your new stable, your new portfolio. Yeah, I mean, I will, I will just add that we're, we've obviously taken the precaution of, of suspending any non-essential activity during Q2 because of, obviously, movement of people is difficult and, and etc so so Coringa with the idea was to start Coringa in in Q2 that's that's been pushed back to uh well Q3 at least diamond drilling exploration at Polito and Sao Chico has actually been well on stop to be honest the contractors couldn't keep them couldn't keep their people there they couldn't keep the supplies coming in themselves so they they actually it, it was going to stop anyway so those kind of app we are just focusing completely at the moment on on mine development and and gold production, and we will do that for the next three months, and then uh, and then hopefully in Q three we'll we'll pick everything up. Okay, so you're focusing on Polito, which is making money, but you set the timings back slightly for Coringa in terms of the where you spend money uh, for future growth. That's right. Um, okay, makes sense to me. Um, how are things at Polito? You know, is there anyone working? Absolutely. I mean, up until now. We're unaffected, completely unaffected. Um, I suppose uh, the advantage of being um, sort of isolated, but not that remote, but at least fairly isolated, is that we're completely virus-free. 
Um, we have a workforce which is pretty local um, and we've agreed with our workforce that they all are foregoing their usual 2010 or 3015 rotations. They're going to stay there for the foreseeable future and just work on. Um, the movement of people even in Pará is even restricted, so they're going to stay on because once they leave, they won't be able to get back. Um, they've they've said they'll stay on working there as long as no new people come to site and therefore we eliminate any risk of bringing the virus into the site because we're a camp and I'm sure you can appreciate if we actually had uh, someone coming in with the virus, it would go through the camp like a bushfire. As long as we can keep the camp uh, virus free and therefore no new people coming in, uh, we they will stay there working. And March was terrific in uh, that press release we put out uh, at the beginning of March. We did um, say that we had a problem in February with a ball mill, an unforeseen failure of one of our main ball mills. Um, that actually took 15 days to resolve and really get into our February um, production. And we thought it would really damage the quarter. The guys responded in March absolutely magnificently. And we posted our best ever monthly gold production since operations began. Fantastic response. 3,700 ounces. So we ended up the quarter with a very respectable, very respectful, uh, respectable 9,020 9, ounces, which was by no means uh, uh, a bad result at all. Um, and uh, I'm pleased to say we started April absolutely screaming, and uh, we're we're off for a really good April by the looks as well. As for as things stand at the moment, we're going to continue with um, normal business, uh, and it will be. Um, we'll make best efforts to keep our to keep onto the budget. I think we have to be cautious and say that, look, we're, we're doing absolutely everything we can to make sure that we actually don't have an interruption. We've, we're trying to stockpile as much consumables as we can, millballs, cyanide, carbon, lime, explosives, diesel, all these things, that, food, of course, for the people, uh, keep all these things there and try and keep people at sight. Uh, we're obviously, uh, uh, we literally got half the workforce, um, well, the normal workforce at site, but we're not rotating. So we've just got to try and keep them uh, happy and motivated. But so far, they're happy. Um, and uh, that's what we'll do. Uh, you know, it will be foolish for me to say, look, we can do this indefinitely. Uh, at some point in time, we're going to have to, those guys will ultimately get tired and we will, we will have to replace uh, them. But we're not going to do that until we can. And when I say we can, that's with testing. Now, we don't know where we are with tests. We're trying to get tests. Uh, but we all know in this country, you know, tests are very hard to come by and they're very much um, being allocated quite correctly to, for the health services rather than private companies. So um, we will we will endeavour, however, to get some tests eventually so we can begin to rotate the workforce. But for the foreseeable future, we expect a, you know, a good April uh, and, and moderately good May. And we'll, we'll just do uh, the best we possibly can. But uh, what can I say? Business as usual at the moment. And... Um, Probably think one thing I do want to add is this is where probably the, it was, <laughs> I wouldn't say we knew about this, but uh, the impact of the ore sorter has been absolutely phenomenal and probably has just come in at absolutely the right time. Here's a piece of equipment that can really um, improve the grade and it probably was instrumental in, uh, in the ounces that we produced in March to really recover and salvage um, to make a very respectable quarter out of what could have been a poor quarter. And that's still operating today and will be all through Q2 and is really, really adding some screening out waste on the Polito ore and really getting the grade up. And uh, the plant's singing as a result. So high grade going in and um, ounces being bigger, you know, high level ounces being 
If I can ask, can you, the all sort of, sorry, I was going to ask you about your Q1 operational announcement, but I think you've covered a lot of the uh, components there. So thanks for that. Um, but with the ore sorter, I appreciate it's contributed to, you know, you being able to kind of re- recover some of the losses from the from the uh, fair at the bull mill. But um, can you give me some numbers? Give me a sense of what the future could look like in terms of what is the ore sorter doing for you? You know, it's... It's kind of hard to say exactly what what it what we, we, January and February we were just literally playing around with any old material just to see what we could scavenge out of out of low grade piles to see what it could do and it was pretty impressive, you know. Uh, but but March was probably the first month where we really seriously um, measured uh, and we fed it with you know typical rom run of mine material lower grade admittedly and see what it would actually pull out and just uh, uh, these numbers are basically the march numbers so we fed this ore sorter in march with 2500 tons at a grade of 3.2 grams per ton so that 2500 tons was then separated into 300 tons of product at 21 grams per ton and 2200 tons of reject of 0.8 of a gram so it essentially scavenged all that high grade out of that three gram pile, pulled it all into that 300 ton high grade pile and the reject was 0.8. tons uh, 21 grams per ton and went to the plant and it was a real sweetener on the uh, typical ROM feed of about sort of seven, eight grams per ton. You can imagine that two and a half thousand tons would have normally been going through the plant and instead we reduced it to 300. That's amazing. Liberated all that capacity. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, and what will the ore source of capacity be going forward? I mean, what kind of what sort of numbers are going through it? It, it, it? It's we won't pass. Well, I, I think in time we we will probably pass all of the Polito ore through the ore sorter. I think we will, uh, which will probably be we'll be running it about two hundred fifty tons per day. It can easily do that. I mean, it's it's actually capable of doing about forty tons an hour, so it can comfortably do that. Um, in fact, it's it's so efficient. Crushing them becomes our bottleneck. We can't we can't crush enough. So we're we're actually now looking at ways of actually expanding our crushing uh, facilities. So we can actually there's a you know the bottleneck just moves around. That's the that's the that's the problem. You uh, but it's certainly um, at the moment where all the polito oil or the vast majority of polito oil is going through the ore sort of just getting uh, this screening, um, and then and then the the plants the capacity that we liberate we use South Chica oil for because that's. That doesn't work so well through the sorter, but it doesn't need to be sorted because it's 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 sort of nine gram long haul material, and that just goes straight in. So this is where the um, the ounces are. Uh, we're generating more ounces through the process plant, but not by increasing the throughput, just by increasing the head grade. Mike, that's 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 really um, that's that's fascinating. But because the, the fact that your ore is uh, you know the the, the ore sorter. Is liking the ore that you're putting through and giving those sorts of numbers are phenomenal. I mean, it, it bodes well for the future for sure. Um, and great to hear it's business as usual for now. Uh, numbers, you know, and, and hopefully you can continue to hit those numbers. I know it's difficult times for you guys. So I think the market is going to give you guys a sort of, well, miners a sort of pink ticket for a while because um, it, it is exceptional times here, but it's nice to sort of see some companies be able to, with the cooperation of the, the their, their staff, their their team to continue to work. So appreciate the update today. Um, we loved the we loved the turnaround last year with the story. I think with Karinga coming on board, it'll be pretty exciting times this year if we can get back to some semblance of normality soon. Yeah, well, well, we're certainly, we, uh, 
we're certainly um, definitely definitely looking forward to that day. <laughs> We all are. We all are. Well, look, um, I'm going to let you get back to the sunshine down on the south coast and um, and, and your WhatsApp and your Zooming. And, uh, and uh, do, <laughs> do pick up the phone and let us know if anything uh, does change. Because, uh, you know, it's, yours is one of our favourite stories, um, certainly here in, in the UK. So uh, we wish you well and we'll speak to you soon. Appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.